Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has a retirement income professional certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice, for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need on how to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're doing well. Let's get started discussing all things Retirement Matters. This is, let's see, 19 days away from Thanksgiving. Golly, it it seems as if the year has flown by. We have a lot of things that are approaching us here closer to the end of the year that we're going to be discussing. Things like we're probably going to touch again on RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions. Now, we did this a couple of shows ago, briefly discussing why it's important. But what I'd like to talk to you about is how to find your RMD and maybe some ways uh, to to avoid the penalty in the event of you not taking enough in your RMDs in time. There are some exceptions. We'll get to that probably in a couple of weekends. Also discussing some end-of-year tax planning that we can be doing. These are shows that are coming down the road. And I'd say two to three weeks we'll start discussing these probably right around let's say after Thanksgiving into Christmas, we'll really start to hit on some of these things that you need to be discussing with your financial advisor, your CPA, your attorneys, making sure that these things are in place now, as opposed to waiting until uh, deep into the next year. This year has flown by. Like I said, I, I can't believe that we are already into November, the first Saturday of November, and I'm glad you're spending it here on the air with me. I hope to entertain you and not to bore you. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Today, what we're going to be discussing is an idea of whether or not we should be paying off our mortgage or let's say paying cash for our mortgage, or if we should go ahead and just have a mortgage. Should we pay off our house or should we have a mortgage? And what I'm really going to break down for you today are some pros and cons to each argument. I think that the answer would truly depend on where you are in your financial journey. I believe that depending on if you're in retirement or approaching retirement, depending on what kind of income you'll be making in retirement, depending on a lot of different things that are at play for you in your particular situation, that's going to determine the definite yes or no as to whether or not you should take out a mortgage. But what I want to do is shine a little bit of light on today. I want to shine some light on the pros, and I want to shine some light on the cons to each decision. And then, of course, welcome you in to come and talk to us or someone if you are still pondering the decision. If you would like for that somebody to be us, 270-600-PLAN will get you in touch with my team. We'll sit down. We'll have a conversation that is specific to your goals. Our goal in every meeting with every client with every relationship that we start, is to make sure we're crafting a retirement plan for the individual that we're working for. A retirement plan that is free from worry. A retirement plan that allows you to step away from whether or not the stock market will behave, whether or not the stock market will support your dream. 
We want you to get away from the ups and the downs of the stock market and begin to bank on income in retirement. Because retirement is truly all about income. I'm telling you, if you are not shifting your mindset from the rate of return to the amount of income your portfolio can generate when it comes time to retire, if you haven't got a paradigm shift in your head ready to start beginning to wonder about income as opposed to the rate of return, you will not succeed in retirement. Or let me say it this way, there's a really strong chance you will not succeed in retirement. Our markets are too volatile at this point in time to be banking on the rate of return as our only means of income. And at Artie Smothers Wealth Management, we help you construct a plan that will essentially eliminate that fear. Now, I want you to realize that we are here every weekend simply to give you education. We are not here to sell you anything. My goal is not to try and drum up more business. We have been blessed. We are blessed beyond measure. And as a matter of fact, we have more and more clients coming from all over the country each and every week. But this is where home is for me. South Central Kentucky is my home. And I want to serve this area well. We are bringing information to you that otherwise is not really even known about. Things that aren't even discussed unless you have hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars. And if you live in these metropolitan cities, things that are discussed about there are maybe never brought to you and to your attention. That's our goal. We're bringing you big city retirement planning, but here in the homeland of Kentucky. And what I want to do is bring that to you with some hospitality, bring that to you with you know, making sure you understand it, simplicity, because some of these things are too complex. And I believe the industry has done that to make you confused, to make it sound like we are the smartest people in the room. The reality is I'm just really good at what I do. I'm by no means the smartest man in the room. What I want to do is to make sure you understand everything you need to understand as you're on this journey so that you can sit down with a trusted advisor and construct the plan you need. That's what we want to do with you here on this show. 270-600-PLAN. Again, 270-600-7526. We'll get you in touch with my team. Before we jump into today's show of whether or not we should pay off a mortgage, if we should pay cash for a house or take a loan for a house. That's that's the premise of the show today. But before we get there, I want to talk to you real quick about Andrew and Matthew. We bought them a basketball go that goes in their playroom. It's a really nice basketball go. When we installed it, uh, I thought about Richie Rich. I don't know if you're familiar with that movie or not, but when I was growing up, I watched this movie called Richie Rich, and he had a basketball goal in his room right above a massive computer And I always thought, man, if one day I can have a basketball go in my room, I have arrived. Well, we installed a basketball go in my son's playroom, and they love it. I don't know if they love it as much as I love it, but they love it. So we are in the process of, you know, shooting a little bit. And I noticed that my son is doing everything he can to make the basket. Now, we didn't put it up at 10 feet, we put it down five to six feet, maybe. And he's doing everything he can to make the basket. His goal is to simply make the basket. That's all he has to do. So his feet are turned the wrong way. His elbows aren't pointing at the basketball. Go. Uh, I can explain a lot of this. I love the game of basketball. As a matter of fact, I, I enjoy coaching basketball. 
Before I had kids, for several years, I would coach Little League basketball. Now, I see kids that come in. You know, I'm six one. I see kids that come in that are now they are towering above me, and I'm just proud of them. So, if, you know, some of you know me as Coach D. If you're listening to this show, I want you to know I'm proud of you guys. So that was a tangent. I apologize. Let's get back to the to the story here. We were we were shooting basketball, and I realized that he just didn't have his form down right, but he was making baskets. So I began to construct his form and, and move his elbows and move his feet and told him to lean a little bit more forward. He was leaning back in his shot almost. And then I, I told him to bend his, his legs a little bit more. And, you know, he actually got worse. <laughs> he, got, he got a lot worse until he got a lot better. And what I began to think about was so many times we have clients who come in and they have just simply sought out a rate of return and they're positions in their portfolio may actually be accomplishing the goal, but it's not going to be setting them up for success in the years to come. Just like my son was making the basketball goal, you know, he was making the goals, he was he was racking up points, but his form would not translate to a 10-foot goal when he got older, and it definitely would not translate to the actual game as he began to play. So we had to adjust a few things, and it was uncomfortable for him, and things were not just exactly how he was used to, and he really was doing worse than he was when he was just shooting the basket you know, by throwing it up there. But quickly, after the fundamentals and the correct stance was put into place, he began to get a lot better, and from that, we are going to teach him the actual game of basketball. Sometimes we have to make clients a little uncomfortable. Sometimes we have to bring clients in and show them an alternative to what they have always known to be true in the market. And because of that, it may seem as if they're just uncomfortable or they're not sure. They're, they're just you know maybe thinking, this is worse than it was whenever I came to this guy. Why am I doing this? But it doesn't take long to realize exactly why we are constructing a portfolio the way that we are. So that that client can walk away from retirement worries, such as running out of money, or that the market will take the money that I have made. We do not want a client that works with RD Smothers Wealth Management. Unless they go into it with eyes wide open, we do not want a client to have a single doubt or fear that they will lose the hard-earned money that they have made this far. It's just like that whenever I'm talking to my son. Sometimes it's all about doing the right things now so that you get the results you want at a later time. All right, let's talk about this question that was posed to me by a client. Question was, Dale, I've got the money that I need to pay for a house, um, but I'm curious, should I, should I be purchasing this with a mortgage or should I go ahead and pay cash? Now, I don't want to go into the specifics of this particular client because this may not be exactly where you are, but what I do want to do is I want to tell you a little bit about the pros and the cons, and I'm going to list four of each, and we're going to go through them as much as we can in the next you know, eight to ten minutes, and we're going to discuss with you why it may or may not be a smart idea to pay cash for a home. Right away, I think it's apparent to know some of the pros some of, the, some of the positives, if you will, of why it would be a good thing to pay off your house with cash. Obviously, number one would be that you are a much, much better candidate if you're purchasing a home 
and you're paying cash, you're a much more attractive candidate to the seller. Because of that, you may actually get a better deal. You know, if the house is for sale for $300,000, but you come in with a $250,000 cash offer, that may actually make them move a little bit off of the $300,000 number. On top of that, because you've got a better deal, if you are maybe having to bid up all the way to the purchase or the ask price of $300,000, and there's someone else that is also willing to pay $300,000, but they have to secure a mortgage, there's a good chance that buyer that is offering cash will be selected by the seller over top of the one who has to apply for a mortgage. Makes you a lot more attractive as a buyer. Number two is you don't have to endure the hassle of securing a mortgage. If you have the cash, you really just go in and write a check for it. You don't have to pay the extra fees to the bank. You don't have to deal with a banker. I really love my banker, but if I could you know, stay away from him and just make a purchase on this house, why would I go to the banker? Number three is the idea that you never have to lose a night's sleep or worry about making a house payment. This one is particularly true if you are in retirement or if you are just a few years from retirement. You may not want to have to make a payment every single month. You may be happy that you've just wrote a check for this thing and you don't have to worry about it anymore. For example, I mean, with my truck, my personal truck, no truck payment. It's a nice truck. I like it. My kids like it. It does what it needs to do. And I have no truck payment. That makes me feel good, knowing that I'm not having to make a monthly payment. That's probably one of the biggest positives that you get from writing a check. And number four would be that you can truly bank on a mortgage-free retirement. You don't have to worry about making any mortgage payments in retirement. And you also don't have to worry about the bank coming to take your home in the event that uh, the market for some reason, goes south. Now, I'll say it like this. The mortgage-free retirement and the fact that you don't have to pay mortgage payments are very enticing. But depending on your situation and depending on the goals that you have for this home, you may want to consider spending the bank's money. Because these cons, if you will, of writing a check for the house are overcome by taking a mortgage. You've you've essentially tied up, one of the first cons is the fact that you have essentially tied up a large pool of your assets into one asset. You have taken a lot of money and put it into one single asset. For example, let's say that you have money sitting in a, an investment account. And there's enough money in that investment account to literally write a check for your house. If you are with a reputable firm like R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, in that investment account, you have a host of different types of assets. You have different stocks. You have different fixed income products. You have different things that are making up that portfolio. You are what we call diversified. But if you take that money out and immediately put it straight into your home, now you've went from being diversified to only holding one asset. Only one asset class, and that's real estate. That's not particularly the way to, quote-unquote, invest if that was your goal with this home. 
You lose financial leverage. That would be our second con to writing a check for the home. You've lost the leverage with this money. Now, let me make that a little more simple. When you buy an asset with borrowed money, your potential return is much higher, assuming that the asset will increase in value. I'm going to put numbers to this, and it'll make a little more sense for you. You buy a home that's worth $300,000, and it, when you're ready to sell it, has grown to $400,000. You sell the home for $400,000. You have wrote a check. If you had paid cash, you wrote a check for three hundred grand. Your return on that three hundred grand was $100,000. That's 33% rate of return. However, if you had just put down the 20% needed to get you out of PMI and then borrowed the remaining amount of money, your return on the same $100,000 additional purchase price, your return is 166%. Because you got a 100% gain on only a $60,000 down payment. Now, this is a little bit of an oversimplified example, and it does ignore mortgage interest and tax deductions and other factors, but it's a general rule that, that I want you to understand. By putting $60,000 down, you can make hundred grand, or by putting $300,000 down, you can make hundred grand. Which one are you going to select? I really hope that this is coming across the radio. Sometimes when you do math on the radio, it just doesn't add up. So, I hope that this point is coming across to you, that you've lost the ability to leverage the additional money. Essentially, you have lowered your opportunity to make money elsewhere. Uh, you sacrifice liquidity. That would be number three, and this is a big one. You know, Liquidity meaning the ability to get to your cash quickly, to get to an asset quickly. Liquidity is literally defined as how quickly an asset can be turned into cash. Cash or an investment account or any of those things obviously can be turned to cash very quick. A home, however, can take months to turn it into cash. So you have less liquidity. And lastly, number four, the number four negative to spending cash right now is the fact that our markets are doing very well. And our interest rates are at an all-time low. If you can spend the bank's money for 2 or 3%, and you can take your money to market and make 5 to 10%, as well as the fact that you are buying an asset that appreciates in value, I think it would make a lot of sense for you to sit down with someone and put pen and paper together before you decide to just pay off your home or you decide to pay cash for a home as opposed to continuing on or opening a new mortgage at the interest rates we have today. Okay, guys, that is my show, but here's what I want to give you. I want to give you one more bonus thought to think about. If you are facing this decision, if you have cash in the bank to pay for your house or to pay off a new house that you are buying, I want you to think about this. Are you having to use retirement assets to do that? Are you having to use assets that would otherwise be dependent on to make you income in retirement? They will never give you a loan to retire on. You could go to your banker right now and ask, I need a million dollars to retire on. They're not going to give it to you. Let me save you the time. They're never going to give you that loan just to retire on, but they will almost always give you a loan 
to buy an asset that is set to appreciate. Think about that. Mortgages are written every day. I have still never seen a loan to retire on. If you pay off a mortgage that's only drawing 3% from you, then you're essentially telling your money, all I want to do is make 3%. If you're fine with that and that fits in your financial plan, do it. If it doesn't, I'm going to tell you that if you work with the right advisor, you can use debt to leverage your assets and ultimately give you a more worry-free retirement. If you would like for us to sit down and help you understand where your assets would be better positioned, give us a call, 270-600-PLAN, 270-600-7526. Before you let money sit idle and put it in a bank or a CD, talk to us. We can help you find the right places for your money. Until we talk again next weekend, guys, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and financial abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any government agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid postman. 